Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your day so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. want to thank everybody that joined me for my live stream last night on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe, and when you subscribe, make sure you hit that bell button, because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to any time I go live or upload any new content. So I talked about this a little bit last night on the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream, and I've been having a bad run. I don't want you guys to think that I'm blaming this on my producer, Vulture, because I'm not. I told you that I would rather interview interesting people, people that have interesting stories, like Shelly. Shelly, the guy from Wales. You know, you might not believe in the paranormal activity type stuff, but I got a lot of great feedback on that. I'll give you another example. That Weiss guy, the flat earther, that is one of the best interviews. Well, I don't know if it's the best interview, but it is one of the most popular interviews that I have done so far. You wouldn't believe the amount of downloads I got on the audio podcast as well as my YouTube channel. So, like I said, I would rather I'd rather interview these interesting people, normal people, because when you interview celebrities, they control the narrative. They're not going to give you the real deal truth. It's just not going to happen. But the last couple of days, we, we have now gone three for three. I had this guy from Disney by the Numbers. Uh, I think Castle Nova is his last name. And then we had this uh, Kenyan from Kenya. I forget his name. I think it's like Renobi or something like that. He stood us up. Then yesterday, I was supposed to interview this chick from, like, Oxford. Speaks five languages. Now, let me say this. I know that things happen. And if you would have called me, like, a day before or even early that morning, letting me know that you were not going to be available for the interview, I would have been okay with that. What really, really pisses me off is when people no call, no show. Because what that's basically telling me is that your time is more important than mine. And that's not the case. Because I am constantly, like, from the time I get up in the morning, I'm working on this show, helping take care of my parents, running errands, doing stuff around the house, working out, getting ready for the YouTube live stream that starts every night at 8, which tonight at 8, it will be happening again. But I wanted to give you a little behind-the-scenes stuff, okay? I try to get on. We record all of our interviews on Zoom, but we do audio only. Because right now, I'm using nothing but a hotspot. It just seems like when we do video, bogs down the bandwidth, and the audio just does not sound as great as it could. So I, we, we just go all audio. But I like to get on 10 minutes before, because sometimes the guests that actually do show up, 
And does it make me look like a bitch? Like, seriously. Should I, should I just drop it? Or, uh, like, should I drop the sun on them? Like we, like we did with Japan. With Little Boy and Fat Man. Or should I just let it go? Or is it going to give me a bad name with all these other guests? Or do I have a right to be mad? So, I had a good feeling that my guest yesterday, the chick from uh, Reykjavik, Iceland, he's also, like, like I said, went to Oxford, speaks five languages. And if anybody that was going to be reliable, the one person you thought was going to be reliable and actually show up for the interview, would have showed up. So I told my producer, Vulture, 10 minutes before, just to start, just start recording, because I got a bad feeling, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. So this audio that I'm about to play for you is me 10 minutes waiting for this chick from Iceland to give me a call. I'd like to hear from you. Should I call these people out, or should I just let it go? You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. All right, here we go. I'm just giving you some behind-the-scenes stuff right now. Last two days, and, and I'm not blaming my producer, Vulture. Not at all. Not at all. Because some of these guests, that we've been having on have been some of the most unprofessional fucks that I've ever dealt with. And I don't even know their names. That's, that's, listen, I'm not saying my, my producer is scheduling a bunch of nobodies. They're actually pretty interesting people. Yesterday I was supposed to speak to a guy from Kenya, an actual Kenyan from Kenya. He no called, no showed. Then this guy from uh, Disney by the numbers. And trust me, I've been doing some research. One of my good friends, Michelle Wargo, used to do Walt Disney World Today radio. And I'm sure she knows who this guy is. And I'm going to find out. I'm going to tell her to reach out. And I'm going to say, hey, what's the problem, dude? I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm some big shot, but I'm actually waiting for an interview. And I'm actually really, really interested in this interview. This chick named, oh, I don't even know if I should call her a chick because, I, I mean, she might be some feminist chick, but she is wicked smart to quote Goodwill Hunting. Heather Catherine McRoby, but she also goes by another name, and I want to talk to her about that, but she is calling from Iceland, hopefully. You would think that somebody who went to Oxford would be poignant and would show up for an interview. And if you couldn't make it for the interview, you would at least give us a call and be like, hey, can't make it, can't make it. And I would be okay with that. What really, really pisses me off is when you no call, no show, because it, it makes it seem like your time is more important than me, than mine. And I don't like that because I got a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I'm barely hanging on by a thread. If it wasn't for my producer vulture, that thread would be snapped. It would definitely be snatched. Or uh, whatever. I'm getting emails now from like. <sighs> See, now you want me to promote your stuff. The wake or the uh, paddle boarding chick here that used to live in the park. Now, now she's like wanting to promote her stuff. Hmm. Hmm. That's nice. That's convenient. I get used and abused for the most part. When it comes to the ladies, and I'm not saying all of them, I'm just saying, where were you at? Where are you at? You put a post down on Facebook. How can I advertise my business? And I, I just commented on her post. I said, hello, 
you kind of know a broadcaster that has connections with a lot of radio stations, knows most of the TV producers in Central Florida. Did you forget about me? Did you forget about me? Or in, it, you know what it is? See, that's the thing about my trauma, my anxiety. For the most part, it's like, I'm pretty sure she thinks I'm some creepo. So that's why she didn't want to do that. As a guy, you cannot do nice things for women without them thinking that you have ulterior motives. I'd like to hear from you. Have you, have you guys ever been in that situation for real? Have you ever been in that situation before where you just try to be nice to a woman and you get ulterior motives like written all over it? And I'm not, I'm not speaking about the current person that I've been hanging out with. Not at all. I don't get that feeling at all. But for the most part, when you try to be nice to, to, to the ladies, and I don't want it to come off and sound like I'm a woman basher. I'm not. But guys can't do nice things for women without the opposite sex thinking, oh, he's just wanting to get into my pants. It is 528 right now, Eastern Standard Time, and I still have not heard from this woman yet. Vulture, are you there? Can you give me a thumbs up? Have we heard anything? Are we going to go three for three? Am I good? All right. So am I just basically swinging at three just heaters right down the middle that I couldn't catch up to? Or am I just like sitting there looking at three strikes with the bat on my shoulder? I'd like to, I, I don't know. That's, that's how it feels like. Like I went down in three pitches, not even swinging. Bat on my shoulder. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just giving it about two minutes. But it's funny. I used to wait until the last minute to get on for these interviews, and now I've been getting on, on 10 minutes early, and they can't even show up. And uh, Heather? Ooh, Heather. I don't even know if I'm going to mess with her because... She could probably destroy me in a conversation. I think she speaks like five languages and stuff. What should I do? I would, I would like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Should I put these people on blast? Like for real. What should I do? Because it's not like these people, uh, you know, like I said, I don't like speaking to famous people because famous people are fake. But hell, come to find out now. The average people are fake as hell, too, because they can't even show up for interviews. So I'm going to give it a few more minutes here. Oh, it's 530 now. I'll give her until 535 done with her we have a no second chance opportunity here on the Tuttle Daily Podcast now if you call call us and give us a, a advance notice and let us know that you cannot make the interview that is fine I have no problem with that at all but if you cannot give me the common courtesy because there's a lot of stuff that I could be doing right now. I could be preparing for tomorrow's show. I could be getting ready for the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream that's happening later tonight on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell button. Because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to any time I upload any new content or I go live. So let's see, 531 now, Jesus Christ. Do, 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 do. I shouldn't even disrespect Alex Trebek, but I'm just trying to say this shit's becoming frustrating. You know what's happening? 
you know what's happening is that these people, when they schedule for my show, they're going back and they're, they are only listening. See, that's the thing about talk radio. You know, this lady that I'm supposed to have on is all about human rights, is all about freedom of speech, revolution. And people get offended by some of the things that I say. And people don't realize some of the stuff that I say is in parody. I say things just to get it right, just to prove, because I consider the First Amendment the most important thing that we have as human. And they're going to judge me thinking that I'm not going to do a great interview. To be honest, can you guys name one interview? One, in well, there is one interview, but it never got aired. So you guys don't even know about it and you've never heard it. But none of the interviews that I've done have I been disrespectful at all? I, I just, I've not been dis disrespectful at all to any of my guests. Now, if the, if the interview sucks, I don't give them a bunch of time, but Jesus Christ, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to have to start laying fools out. That's, that's what I'm going to have to do because right now, wait, hold on. I missed something. Gian? I thought I saw a message pop up. I wasn't paying attention. I was going off on a rant and I didn't see the message. Whatever. She's got two more minutes. And if not, she's dead to me. Hope you enjoy. I hope you get burned up by a volcano in Iceland. I know that they're having one of those. I hope a big uh, pyroclastic or uh, pyroclastic cloud turns you into an ash body like Mount Vesuvius did in Pompeii. That's to the point where I am. I hope you get turned into an ash statue. She's got one more minute. And then I pray to God that volcano blows up and turns you into an ash statue, Heather McRoby, or whatever your name is. Kind of hard to trust somebody when they go by aliases. Well, you know what? I'm kind of guilty of that. Some people call me Patrick. Some people call me Tuttles. So I guess I'm a hypocrite. What time is it? 5.34. Better call pretty soon, Heather. Or I will spend the rest of my show talking some major shit because I'm, I am, I'm done with it. I'm done with these amateurs that are nobodies that I'm giving time to. And listen, I know that I don't have the most popular podcast out there. All right, 535, she's done. DJ Nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No mega bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Don't forget tonight at 8. 
on my YouTube channel. It'll be another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button so you're alerted anytime I go live or I upload any new content. Uh, if you also were wanting to find the Tuttle Daily Podcast in, in other platforms, you can easily do that because the whole show now is available on YouTube. So there's a lot of great content up there. I think I heard somewhere. I mean, I went on there this morning. I was reading reports. Somebody had said that the Bubba the Love Sponge YouTube channel had ended up getting like a week ban. Not like a week ban, like a week, like, you know, seven day ban or something. But I went on there and I could watch videos. So I don't even know what people were talking about. Like it, it just, see, that is why you cannot trust radio listeners. They love to stir up rumors. They stir up fights between other radio shows. I mean, it happened in the late 90s and early 2000s. I remember one of the ones that got stirred up the most was the feud between Doc and Johnny and the monsters of the midday at the time. And you wouldn't think that a FM male-generated or oriented station, men 25 to 54, would get into a pissing match with a top 40 radio station that a bunch of teens listened to. But it did. The listeners would call each other's show. They'd be like, hey, did you hear what Doc and Johnny said about you today, Russ? And then, and then people would call Doc and Johnny and be like, hey, did you hear what the monsters? They were talking a lot of shit about you, man. And it just kept going on and on and on. This next story that I'm going to get into, and I don't want you guys to think that I don't think this next story is a tragedy, but I've talked about this before. You know, when I worked with Drew Garabo, I used to think he was crazy when he took this stand. But the more and more that I look at it, and I, I do not have a family of my own. I don't think I'm ever going to have kids. I mean, it's, I mean, men, see, that's the thing about it, is men can have kids later in their life. Women, they, they got a little, you know, biological clock that's ticking, you know, kind of like Marissa Tomei telling Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny, you know, my biological is tick or my biological clock is ticking where she's like pounding on the front porch. But if I have a family and I have kids, and this is where I kind of see Drew's point on this, and I also now have the same stance. I remember one time when I was living with Colton that we were driving back and there was a woman with her car stalled. Now, it was a very, very busy road. Colton was like, hey, man, we should get out and help this woman push. I was like, uh-uh. No, wait, you, you do not get involved. because. What is more important to you, your own family or a stranger? Now, I'm not saying that I'm not going to call 911 because in this next story I'm about to play for you, this woman, mother of three, I think she's going on Highway 46 heading towards Samford and stopped to help an injured motorist. I guess they got into an accident. And when she went out to help this person, she got hit and killed herself because she got involved. Now, it is good to help others. I will help somebody if I just look at the situation, evaluate the risk. But if you have ever been on 46, some of that stretch of road, there's pretty much no shoulder. Here, I'll give you another example, okay? I once had a flat tire on the Howard Franklin Bridge, leaving the morning show, heading back over to Clearwater, where Clem Racing Incorporated was at, Bubba's Race Shop, and I got a flat tire. Now, if you've ever been on the Howard Franklin Bridge, there is no shoulder at all, hardly no shoulder at all. And I got a flat tire, and it was not on the passenger side. It was on the driver's side. 
So I had to get right up against the wall. It was the longest tire change that I had ever taken because guess what? Nobody was getting the fuck over. Nobody. See, when you see somebody on the side of the road, especially emergency vehicles or, or like cop cars, you got to get over or you got to slow down. So every single time, I don't even know what good it would have done, but I would, I would go to the front of my car when I would see somebody coming down the slow lane and not getting over while I'm trying to change my driver's side front tire. So I would have to stop. I would jack up the car a little bit. So some car would come. I'd get, it, I'd get in front of the car. It wouldn't save me anyways. I'd probably still be dead as a doornail. But I, I didn't expect anybody to pull over and stop and help me. They don't know me. I'm just a stranger. And I know, I, listen, I don't want you guys to get mad at me for this take. And I know that it's not an original take that I had. You know, like I said, at first, when, when I first heard Drew Garabo talking about this for the first time, when I was working with him at night at Real Radio 104.1, but this woman now has left three kids behind, three kids that depended on her. And I'm sure that the community is going to surround them and help them. They're going to do fundraisers and stuff. But I bet those kids wish that they still had their mother and not stop and help the stranger. That's all that I'm saying. It is a tragedy no matter which way you look at it. but. Your family is more important to you than a stranger is. I'm just saying. I spoke with a woman who says 39-year-old Jenica Campbell is known in her community as being a very caring person. While saddened by her death, her friends say they're not surprised she stopped to help an injured man. It was like, of course she pulled over to the side of the road to help somebody. I mean, because that's exactly who she was. Noelle Brockway says a few years ago when she moved to Florida, 39-year-old Jenica Campbell became her first friend in her new community. She says they became close while attending Action Church in Samford, while the two women also had daughters with similar ages. Oh, okay. So these were church-going people? People that were good Samaritans? People that live the good life, worship God every single day. You know, in the Bible, it says God is controlling everything. God knows what's going to happen. God puts everything into play. So you're trying to tell me that this woman that went and marked out to God every single day, oh, she got hit? She got hit and killed helping out a stranger? trying to do something good, but where was God then? And I know, that, I know a lot of you guys are probably going to get turned off by this opinion. I know a lot of you guys are probably going to be upset. You may unsubscribe, but I'm just telling the truth. Like, where was God protecting this woman? Where was God protecting those three kids' mother that tried to do something good? I can't be mad at her for that. But you just got to be smart. Family first. I, that's, that's how it should always be. And they don't mention a husband in this story. So now, are these three kids orphans? Because this woman decided to stop and help out a stranger, which I know a lot of people will. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm going to be heartless. I would pull over. I would call 911, but in no way am I going to get into the middle of the street. It's not like this woman was a paramedic. Like she was going to be able to do anything for this guy. You know how they always say, you're not supposed to move the body. You know what I would do? I would get out of my car. If I had a flare in my car, you know, one of those roadside flares, I would, I would bust it open, hit that little cap. Why, why do heroes in movies always look so badass when they strike up a flare? Especially like in Tomb Raider. Say what you want. That might have been a corny-ass movie, but Angelina Jolie was bad in Tomb Raider. 
But all those heroes that light up a uh, one of those so roadside flares so they can see, I would have thrown it from the car out on the road. I'd have been like, good luck, man. Wish you the best. I just called 911, but I'm out. Deuces. Rockway says Campbell devoted her life to her four daughters and her husband. Our goal really is just to rally around them. Time and time again, I tell you, I'm not one of those radio hosts that can't admit when they're wrong. I guess I should have been paying a little bit more attention when I heard this story the first time. So there is a husband. But does it still make this story any different? Does it still make my opinion any different? I'm sure now that that husband, that husband now with one single income, now he's going to have to balance doing a job, taking care of kids. And I'm sure that there's probably other family members that are going to be able to help them. But like I said, those four kids, not the three, like I originally said, like a dumbass, wish that they had their mother. And that's it. Those kids now, I've talked about childhood trauma. How childhood trauma shapes you in the future, in your life, is, is so important. People don't realize how bad parents fuck up their kids. And I'm not saying that this mom was not a good mom. She was just trying to do a good deed. But where do good deeds get you? You are a church-going member, you went to church, you prayed, marked out to God, sure you gave money to the church, I'm sure you did a lot of great work, and this woman probably was one of the most delightful, most amazing people in the world, but she got out of her car to help out somebody that she doesn't even know. Like I said, I would call 911, yes. I'm not getting out onto the road, especially on 46. 46 is such a dangerous road. There are no shoulders, like I said before. People speed up and down that road all the time. And I I think that it was another motorcyclist. I think there's going to be more that comes out in this story. Because from what I hear is that the motorcyclist that hit and killed her actually had already driven by and did a U-turn. I think there is going to be more to this story. So why would this guy have turned around? Was he the original one that caused the accident and he was coming back to check? Because if that's the case, that guy is a horrible motorcyclist. I don't know how he got his uh, certification, his motorcycle permit. But he took out this woman, who was a mother of four, now is dead, and these four kids don't have their mother, and that childhood drama, there, there is no telling the ripple effect that this is going to have, because this woman decided to help out a stranger. Make sure they know that we love them and we're here for them, you know, as much and as long as they need us. Sanford police say Campbell was killed after she stopped alongside State Road 46 near Summerlin Avenue in Sanford around 1 p.m. on Monday as a good Samaritan to help injured motorcyclist Vincent Russo. Investigators say Russo was struck by a vehicle while riding his motorcycle. Detectives say 37-year-old Michael Kraft not only initially hit Russo, but he then made a U-turn, crossed the median, and crashed into both Campbell and Russo, killing them. Hold up. Did this woman get caught up in a feud? Because it seems like the biker, like, originally created the accident, didn't know if he finished them, uh, the guy off, did a Yui, came back, and crashed in to both of them and killing them. And I'm not laughing. But, I mean, the circumstances are still the same. I, you, you, you do not know what's going on in people's life. That's why you don't road rage here in the state of Florida. And do you remember that story a couple of months ago on the 417? That dude had, had a gun pulled out because he honked a horn at somebody. And then he fired, he emptied his clip through his windshield. Yeah, you do not know what's going on. But once again, do not get involved and you would still be alive. And those four kids would have their mother. We love you. 
Pray for the Campbells. Pray for those girls. Action Church Sanford Pastor Kenneth Clark posting on the church's Facebook page saying they'll continue to support the family. There's four girls um, that, that, that are going to need you, that are going to need us. And Kraft remains here at the Seminole County Jail on a $150,000 bond for charges of hit and run and vehicular manslaughter. We've also linked the Campbell family's fundraising page to our website, clickorlando.com. Live in Seminole County tonight, Troy Campbell getting results, new sick. You know, yesterday I talked about, I opened up the show talking about how it is a broadcaster's job. Yes, our job is, especially in the type of radio that I do, it is our job to entertain, to help people get their minds off of their problems, just for, even if it's on their car ride to their crappy-ass job that they hate, if I can give them that 45 minutes to an hour escape where they don't have to think about, oh, man, I got into a fight with the wife last night. My boss is riding my ass. I might get fired. But there are also some of those news stories that you have to talk about. You know, I've talked about this a lot. You know, everybody talks about the life expectancy here in the United States being higher because of medical advancement. And that's not, I mean, yes, it has a little bit to do with it, but I also think that history helps. History helps us learn from other people's mistakes. Just like with 9-11. You know, for the most part, when a plane was hijacked, the hijackers land the plane, they ask for demands, they release hostages, They get what they want. They usually don't get away. But all those people on 9-11 on that day, they're like, oh, we're hijacked. They're going to land the plane. We're going to be safe. We're going to be okay. No, that was not the case because guess what? They were using those planes as weapons. And that's why that fourth plane, you know, the one in Pennsylvania, where that guy said, let's roll. They fought back. They crashed that plane before because it was supposed to be going to the Capitol building or the White House. So now what history tells us is when a plane gets hijacked, you just can't expect that they're going to land it and they're doing it. They're going to ask for demands. That's just not happening. And the reason I wanted to play this story was because, like, I care about my listeners. You guys should care about your family. Family first. I'm not saying being a dick don't help. Like I said, I would pull over. I'm not going to get out of my car. I will call 911. I will wait there as a witness to talk to, like, law enforcement to tell them what I saw. But that's for the most part. But back to what I was saying, entertainment. I want to play a piece of audio for you that I thought was very, very funny. And I've talked about this before. You know, I lived with Colton and Colton's family for about a year and a half while I was working with the Bubble of Love Sponge show until I got on my feet. And a lot of his friends, when they come over, they call Colton's parents by their, their government name, their first name. And I just have never done that. I don't know if that is just a Southern thing. Because I was raised, you don't call your elders by their first name. You call them Mr. and Mrs. such and such. And that's what I do. And a lot of his friends, sometimes like, why, why, why don't you call them by their first names? And I was like, well, for one, that's how I was taught. Because every time that I would call an adult by their first name, oh, trust me, I got the back, back of my dad's hand on the back of my head. And it's, it's, it's kind of like Pavlov's dog, you know, that ringing bell thing. Yeah, I might be trying to get too much over my head there. I tried to make a reference that I couldn't even explain. But what I'm trying to say is that I call all my elders. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mr. Mrs. Because I just think that it's respectful. But in this next piece of audio that I'm going to play, 
And now this almost makes it seem like that I was raised by a black family. Because this kid calls his grandmother by her first name, and she absolutely loses her shit. Andrea! What the fuck is my name? What do you fucking call me? Don't use my fucking government name, bitch. And you know so fucking well you don't do that. No, you can't have that, you motherfucker, you. Bitch, go put it back. You're nothing but a bitch. That's what the fuck you is. A bitch. See, that's the thing about social media right now. You don't know what is real or not real. Now, I do know that because, listen, and I don't want to be that guy that says, oh, I have black friends. But I do. I mean, the guy that was the best man at my wedding was, and still is, I shouldn't talk about him in the past tense, but Soul Brother Kevin was the best man at my wedding. And he's talked about it. It's like the the grandmother in the African-American family is the patriarch. Now, could this have been set up? Yes, it easily, this could have easily been set up. Now, was the grandmother in on it? Who knows? Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. But maybe this kid, because, you know, the camera was set up very conveniently. So it caught both people in the view of it. But this shit really does happen. I'm going to play it one more time for you. I'm going to play it in its entirety. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I got some more audio and we're going to wrap up today's Tuttle Daily Podcast. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Andrea, what the fuck is my name? What do you fucking call me? Don't use my fucking government name, bitch. And you know so fucking well you don't do that. No, you can't have that, you motherfucker, you. Bitch, go put it back. You're nothing but a bitch. That's what the fuck you is. A bitch. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, do us a favor. When you're done here, check out The Little Cheese Show. That's The Little Cheese Show, available everywhere podcasts are found. And subscribe to their Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash littlecheese437. And now, back to the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment on today's show. Don't forget, tonight at 8, it is the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream from the Hobo Fish Camp. I'm about to get my first shot. When I get my first shot, I'm going to start getting, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start hitting the streets. I'm not going to be like a street walker or anything like that. But if you've been following my radio career for any amount of time, you know that I made a name for myself doing the man on the street stuff, getting out there, asking the questions. You know, I wish I, man, I swear to God, I wish that I had all of the audio that I got for Bubba the Love Sponge while covering the Casey Anthony case. Because I, I actually have some of that audio, and I'm probably going to go, uh, you know what, there, are, there is some video on my YouTube channel that I'm going to go and grab and play for you to give you a little bit of an example of some of the stuff that I was doing, man on the street. Not everybody can do that. You know, Ron Bennington told me, he taught me, he was like, you got to think of the radio as your canvas. Your listeners are your fans, your subscribers, your supporters, like I call you guys. And you got to paint a picture for them. You know, when I get out there, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a Robert Frost novel 
I try to give you all the details that I can, and I'm fearless. Like, you know, a lot of people do not like awkward situations. I, I, I mean, I, I don't prefer them, but they don't bother me. Like, seriously, I'll, I will ask any single question at all. And that's why I've been saying, you know, that old adage, I have a face for radio. I don't think that I do because I've been seeing some of the people that they're pitting on TV now. And I'm not, I don't want you guys to think like I, uh, I, I have a high self valuation of myself when it comes to looks. No, I know that I'm a weird looking dude. But if Fox 35, WKMG Channel 6, West Channel 2, WFTV, Channel 13, Bright House News Channel 13, do you guys want to get a great reporter? One that's not going to let people just give them a runaround question. Somebody that is going to, like, you know, bring the follow-up question. Because this, this is what those people do. They, they, they don't answer. They answer you without answering you. And I, I don't let those people get away with it. Like I said, during the Casey Anthony trial, the first couple of days, they were answering all my questions. And I guess they didn't like some of the stuff that I was asking. And then they would ignore me. You know, the Casey Anthony defense team, they all acted like, oh, the media is being so hard on us. Then why the hell did you walk from the Bank of America building about two blocks to get to the courthouse, knowing that all of the media is going to be out there? You want to know why? Because you guys are whores for the media. So when I'm trying to say all the local news people, I'm a higher gun. Give me a chance, and I will absolutely knock it out of the park. Now, before I go, I wanted to play a little bit of this audio. I know that this is going to piss a lot of people off. And listen, if you are religious, that's on you. I, I, I respect, and I will never, ever, ever say anything bad about you going to church because you know church does make people a little bit better but you also got to look at all, a lot of the wars a lot of the violence a lot of the fighting we've had all over the world is due to religion look at the kids that are getting raped by pedophiles in the catholic church Look at these mega church people like Joel Osteen and, and the Catholic Church again. They all got bailed out by our government because they, uh, you know, they, they weren't filling up the collection plates. Joel Osteen wearing $3,000 suits, limousines, high-priced cars, mansions, private jets, whatever it may be. And they're getting bailed out. So is the Catholic Church. They get away with their priest raping little boys. I just, I'm not down for it. But I found this piece of audio. It is from Dateline. I don't know how old it is. And like I said, I respect you and, and your beliefs. That's what's great about this country. You get to say and believe what you want to do. We are the freest country in the world. But this guy is an actual priest. And the guy makes the most sense that I have ever heard from a priest. And I'm sure he's getting a lot of heat from his fellow passion or parishioners or whatever it may be. But the guy is brilliant in his comments that I'm about to play for you. I don't think hell exists. I happen to believe in life after death. But I don't think it's got a thing to do with reward and punishment. Religion is always in the control business. Uh, and that's something people don't really understand. It's, it's in the guilt-producing control business. And if you have heaven as a place where you're rewarded for your goodness and hell as a place where you're punished for your evil, then you sort of have control of the population. Here, I'll give you a prime example of how the church tries to control you. 
if you are gay, you go to hell. It is a sin against God. Wait, once again, back to what I said earlier. Doesn't it say in the Bible that God is all, controls everything? Everything that happens is controlled by God. Okay, then if everything is controlled by God, then why would he make homosexuals? Why would he make lesbians? Why would he make gays, uh, transgender, all that good stuff? The guy is absolutely correct. Hell is made up to be able to control people, to scare people into what they want to do. You know what? You know what that sounds a lot like? It sounds like goddamn terrorism to me. And so they create this fiery place, which has quite literally scared the hell out of a lot of people throughout Christian history. Mm -hmm. And it's part of a control tactic. But wait a minute, you're saying that hell, the idea of a place under the earth or somewhere where you're tormented for an eternity, is actually an invention oh, of yes. the church? I think the church fired its furnaces hotter than anybody else. <clears throat> but I think there's a sense in most religious life of, of reward and punishment in some form. The church doesn't like for people to grow up because you can't control grown-ups. Did this guy just give us an inside look at why pedophilia is running rampant through pretty much all religions, especially the Catholic Church? I'm just, I, I'm just asking a serious question because he said... The church does not like people being adult. That's why they call it born-again Christian. They want you to be like babies. They want you to be like kids so they can control and fuck you. I, 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 listen, I'm not shock-jocking you. I'm not saying that there isn't a God. Because I, I, I read a great quote by Carl Sagan. And I believe in science. I really do believe in science. There's a lot of these people that think science is just like made up. They think global warming is made up. They think that, oh, we, you know, well, global warming isn't real. No, the scientists, the smartest people in our country, the smartest people in our world say that global warming is real. But Carl Sagan says, as a scientist, do I believe in God? No, I do not. But also as a scientist, I can't prove that God doesn't exist. There could be a higher power out there somewhere, but I can't prove it. So I cannot exclude that there isn't a God. I believe in a higher power. I believe that there is something out there. I mean, for real, I don't have the answer, but I also don't believe that there is this guy in the clouds that is judging us. Like I said, if he's controlling of everything, then what's the point of life? I thought the whole point was we're supposed to have free will. I thought the point that God is all forgiving. God will forgive all sins. But if you don't mark out to me, you're going to hell. You're going to burn for e eternity. And this guy's making a great point. Hell was made up to scare people into believing exactly what the church wants them to believe in. That's why we talk about being born again. When you're born again, you're still a child. The people don't need to be born again. They need to grow up. They need to accept their responsibility for themselves and the world. What do you make of the theology, which uh, is pretty quite prominent these days in America, which is that there is one guaranteed way not to go to hell, and that is to accept Jesus as your personal Savior? Yeah, I grew up in that tradition. Uh, every church I know claims that we are the true church, and they have some ultimate authority. We have the infallible Pope. We have the inerrant Bible. The idea that the truth of God can be bound in any human system, by any human creed, by any human book, is almost beyond imagination for me. I mean, God is not a Christian. God is not a Jew or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist. All of those are human systems. I swear to God, Vulture, if you are listening to this, I don't even know if this guy is alive. 
This video looks a little old, and I'm sure maybe a lot of people uh, that listen to the Tuttle Daily Podcast have already heard this, but I've got to speak to this guy immediately. He's basically saying it is made up by people. He's not saying that there isn't a God, but people made up the institution of religion. And he didn't come out and write and say it, but I can read between the lines. They made it all up because they knew a bunch of people would be rubes and hand over their money. They're like, hey, all right, guys, um, what can we do here? How can we make some money? You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, this kind of like, oh, we can tell people that there's, uh, you know, this guy up in the clouds and he's watching us. And if we do bad and we don't go to church and give our 10% of our salary to help out the church, then we're going to go to hell. Got to tell you, do I agree with it? No, I do not agree with it. But got to tell you, it's a pretty goddamn good scam, if you ask me. Which human beings have created to try to help us walk into the mystery of God. I honor my tradition. I walk through my tradition. But I don't believe my tradition defines God. I think it only points me to God. You know, it's funny. I brought this up earlier. I just talked about this yesterday, about how I like to do fun radio. And I do. I like it more than anything. I love making people laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And I know that's a cliche statement to make, but it does. To be able to laugh, it helps you so much. Like it it releases endorphins. But today was one of those days where I came across some really, really good topics, some interesting audio, some takes that I wanted to give you. And I apologize. I, I hope that I do not lose any subscribers over my take in religion. I want you guys to know, if you are supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast, and you are religious, and I offended you, I apologize. But it's also just my opinion. That's, that's why this country is so great. I get to believe in what I want to believe, and you get to believe in what you want to believe. I'm not judging you. I'm not. I'm judging the churches and stuff like that. If it makes you feel better, if it makes you a better person to go to church, do good in the community, I am all for that. I will respect you. That's the thing about it. It's like, I don't hate religious people. I don't. I just, I, I hate what church and religion stands for because, like I said, most of the wars in the world have all been fought over religion. Look at Israel and Palestine. Israel and Iran. Israel and Egypt. I mean, it's, it's all fought over religion. And then you got the pedophilia stuff. Like, that's the one thing that I cannot get behind at all. I can't get behind the churches hating homosexuals. I just can't get behind that. I, I just can't do it. So I apologize for, sh- for today's show being a little too serious. I'm going to be recording some stuff with Ciroc from the weekly uh, review podcast later today. And we're going to have some fun. And I promise a more upbeat show. But like I said, I hope I didn't offend anybody. I hope I don't lose you as a supporter because I, I love every single one of you, no matter what you believe in. If you're gay, lesbian, transgender, black, white, Asian, Spanish, Eskimo. I don't care. I don't judge people like that. I judge people on their merit. So, sorry about the big rant. Gonna take off. 
Don't forget about the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream tonight at 8 on my YouTube channel. If you haven't already subscribed, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Hit the subscribe button. Then hit that little bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted anytime I upload any new content or I go live. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out VaporShades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, what's going on?